You're listening to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, episode number 94. Today we'll read Acts chapter 5 together. Lying never has a chance in the new church. The apostles rejoice in suffering for Christ, and Gamaliel gives good advice. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me as we simply read God's Word together. Some things require discipline, and sometimes that's just not easy to muster by yourself, no matter how badly you want to do it or how much you know you should. It's just easier to do it with a friend. So refill your coffee or tea, get comfortable in your favorite chair, and follow along as I read aloud. I'm so glad you're here. about Jesus, the Son of the Living God, when I was a little girl. I worried a lot and was very insecure. I was afraid that people would stop loving me if I wasn't good. Then I went to Sunday school and found out Jesus loves me no matter what. That was great news to me, but that was only the beginning. As I got older, two things happened. First, I started to worry about death. I was 12 or 13, and the thought of being buried really scared me. It made me feel like I couldn't breathe. Maybe you have that fear, too. I started reading my Bible, that's God's word to us, because I knew that there was a verse that talked about eternal life with Jesus, and that's what I wanted, John 3.16. The second thing that happened when I was a teenager was that I learned about sin. Sin is when we do things that displease God. I was a good kid, so it never really occurred to me that I was separated from God because my bad stuff was bad enough. Then, by going to youth group at church, I learned that we're all sinners and fall short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23. I also found out that the payment for that sin is death, Romans 6.23. And then I was afraid of death again. When I looked at my life and the bad choices I was making as a teenager, really bad, I knew something had to change or I wouldn't get to go to heaven and live forever with Jesus. So when I was 17 years old, I and another friend, after spending the evening talking about Jesus, knelt down and prayed. I told Jesus how sorry I was for the bad things I had done and I thanked him for loving me and forgiving me. I asked him to help me not to make those bad choices anymore. I left there with a new hope and the assurance that I would never be afraid of death again. God's word tells us to trust him with all our hearts and not to lean on our own understanding, Proverbs 3, 5. I now trust him with my life and everything in it. I want him to be in charge. I still struggle with my will. I have good days and bad days. 
but his word also says that he will continue his good work in me until it's finished on the day Jesus comes again, Philippians 1.6. You can have that too. Acts chapter 5 But a man named Ananias and his wife Sapphira sold a piece of property. However, he kept back part of the proceeds with his wife's knowledge and brought a portion of it and laid it at the apostles' feet. Ananias, Peter asked, Why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the proceeds of the land? Wasn't it yours while you possessed it? And after it was sold, wasn't it at your disposal? Why is it that you planned this thing in your heart? You have not lied to people, but to God. When he heard these words, Ananias dropped dead, and a great fear came on all who heard. The young men got up, wrapped his body, carried him out, and buried him. About three hours later, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. Tell me, Peter asked her, did you sell the land for this price? Yes, she said, for that price. Then Peter said to her, Why did you agree to test the Spirit of the Lord? Look, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. Instantly, she dropped dead at his feet. When the young men came in, they found her dead, carried her out, and buried her beside her husband. Then great fear came on the whole church and on all who heard these things. Many signs and wonders were being done among the people through the hands of the apostles. They were all together in Solomon's colonnade. No one else dared to join them, but the people spoke well of them. Believers were added to the Lord in increasing numbers, multitudes of both men and women. As a result, they would carry the sick out into the streets and lay them on cots and mats so that when Peter came by, at least his shadow might fall on some of them. In addition, a multitude came together from the town surrounding Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all healed. Then the high priest rose up. He and all who were with him, who belonged to the party of the Sadducees, were filled with jealousy. So they arrested the apostles and put them in the public jail. But an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail during the night, brought them out, and said, Go and stand in the temple, and tell the people all about this life. Hearing this, they entered the temple at daybreak and began to teach. When the high priest and those who were with him arrived, they convened the Sanhedrin, the full council of the Israelites, and sent orders to the jail to have them brought. But when the servants got there, they did not find them in the jail. So they returned and reported, We found the jail securely locked, with the guards standing in front of the doors, but when we opened them, we found no one inside. As the captain of the temple police and the chief priests heard these things, they were baffled about them, wondering what would come of this. Someone came and reported to them, Look! The people you put in jail are standing in the temple and teaching the people. 
Then the commander went with the servants and brought them in without force, because they were afraid the people might stone them. After they brought them in, they had them stand before the Sanhedrin, and the high priest asked, Didn't we strictly order you not to teach in this name? Look, you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and are determined to make us guilty of this man's blood. Peter and the apostles replied, We must obey God rather than people. The God of our ancestors raised up Jesus, whom you had murdered by hanging him on a tree. God exalted this man to his right hand as ruler and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. We are witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. When they heard this, they were enraged and wanted to kill them. But a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law who was respected by all the people, stood up in the Sanhedrin and ordered the men to be taken outside for a little while. He said to them, Men of Israel, be careful about what you are about to do to these men. Some time ago, Thutis rose up, claiming to be somebody, and a group of about 400 men rallied to him. He was killed, and all his followers were dispersed and came to nothing. After this man, Judas the Galilean rose up in the days of the census and attracted a following. He also perished, and all his followers were scattered. So in the present case, I tell you, stay away from these men and leave them alone. For if this plan or this work is of human origin, it will fail. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You may even be found fighting against God. They were persuaded by him. After they called in the apostles and had them flogged, they ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus and released them. Then they went out from the presence of the Sanhedrin, rejoicing that they had been counted worthy to be treated shamefully on behalf of the name. Every day in the temple and in various homes, they continued teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. Be on your guard against the accuser when interpreting the story of Ananias and Sapphira. God is not a big meanie, as some might suggest, but he abhors dishonesty. Not bearing false witness is one of the big ten, and it is obvious in this account that he is not going to give lying the smallest foothold in his new church. It's not that Ananias and Sapphira didn't give all the money. It's that they pretended to give all the money. So what does this story suggest for you and me? How many of us show up on Sundays and say everything is fine when it's not? How many of us pretend to be more righteous than we really are? And how many of us have two lives, the one that is faithful to come on Sunday but lives like hell the other six days of the week. You can't see me right now, but I'm raising my hand. I've been there. And I was pretty good at it, too. But when you wipe away all the nice words, it's lying. I was bearing a false witness 
to who I really was. And at the time of Ananias and Sapphira, the church was a newborn. It had to grow into a strength that would last until Jesus came again. There was zero room for getting off to a bad start, so God had to deal swiftly with sin. And before we end and move on from this chapter, I have to say, don't you just love Gamaliel's advice to the Sanhedrin? If it's of human origin, it will come to nothing. But if it's from God, you can't fight against it. Love it. Let's pray. Father God, this has to be one of those simple and forthright prayers. As human beings, we have a penchant for lying. We lie about everything, even when we say we don't. Would you help us, please? Holy Spirit, prick our consciences when we lie. Jesus, thank you for your mercy and your grace when we have to come back to you over and over again to ask forgiveness for lying and pretending. And Father, thank you for providing a way for us to come to you through Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray God will grow in you what has been planted and watered here. In this time of unprecedented struggle worldwide, we can look to God for guidance and comfort. Be sensitive to those in your circle of influence who need a word of encouragement and invite them to join us. If you like the show, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you right here tomorrow. Be well.